welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Trina Marks. I'm Joe Bobby, co-host Katrina Marks. How are you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was too much. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Alcoholics. I am your host, Terrain Myricks. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myricks. Katrina, how are you? Well. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? I'm well as well. Well, well. I'm also well, well. I'm well. Well, well. <laughs> Jesus. What a fun start for yeah, everybody. We're doing great. I, I feel like everyone kind of just knows what the vibe of this one's oh, going to be. Yeah. Um, welcome to Alcoholics. Lucy Goosey. Lucy Goosey, baby. Welcome to Alcoholics, the show where we drink and talk about politics and uh, every so often have very important real conversations, but usually... <laughs> just comment on how attractive Adam Kinzinger is. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a you thing, really. I think it is a me thing. I look, I, I don't think he, he's not like, I don't, I wouldn't qualify him as good. Right. But like, yeah. I would qualify him as good looking. So how are <laughs> you doing? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. We are going to the Renaissance Fair tomorrow. Yep. Yeah. I know we've talked about that a like last time. Yeah. But let's talk about it again. Why? Just real just real quick. Okay. Just real quick. Um I'm very excited to go to the Renaissance Fair. Me too. I'm very excited to dress up. And I hear birds outside. No, those are children. Those are children? Very loud children. They sound very much like birds. <laughs> I think those I think those kids might be birds. I also am excited because we're going to the Renaissance Fair not once but twice this season. Hell yeah. At, at minimum. Mhm. And we um, have our costumes for the second time we go. We have b- well, both. We yeah. both we have both costumes. We're doing we're doing. We, I think we talked about that. I'm just did we talk about our second costumes? I don't know. I don't remember. They're we're it's we're, not. We're 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 goth pirates. We're goth pirates. Yeah. And I'm very excited to be goth pirates. Yeah. Goth pirate royalty. Hell yeah, we got crowns. We have really dope crowns. Mm-hmm. Um, Katrina like fucking MacGyvered my crown because it was too small for my fucking crone, like giant head. <laughs> <laughs> it was too, it was too small for my Johnny Bravo sized noggin. And Katrina was able to like cut it at the seam <laughs> and put like a headband on it to make it fit what is truly like a Jupiter-sized noggin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I am so grateful. I'm a crafty bitch. You are you are crafty. You're a very crafty. You're a court of crafty. <laughs> <laughs> um, shout out Drew. <laughs> shout out Drew. <laughs> Drew, one of the only people listening who will get that reference. <laughs> My man Binks. Um so I'm very I'm very excited to I'm very excited for that as like a ho- like a hollow. Are you excited for like the Halloween? Like oh yeah, I like truly it's a, like it's a real cool look. I'm not looking like I, I it's a very cool look. Like I like the costume that we have for the for the one we're going to this weekend. But truly, the real deal is the Halloween one. Yes. Are you sure those are children? They're children. I think it's the new kids on their trampoline. New kids on the block. Yeah. Had a bunch of hits. Chinese food makes me sick. You had like one drink. I don't know what is going on with you. <laughs> I obviously have not eaten enough today. And I am. Um, I don't think. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So it's not like being absorbed the mm-hmm. way that it normally is. 
So yeah, I'm 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 giggly. What are you speaking of drinking? What are you having? Oh, Vizzy, Vizzy mimosa, pomegranate, pomegranate, Vizzy mimosa. What do you got? I'm drinking currently another blood bowl question mark a fish bowl that's filled with um, vodka and berry punch. Nice. It is so good. It is so good. And it's such a cool color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, those of you who watch Deep watched, Red. Deep Red. Those of you who watched the last live episode, um, if you watched it. And if you haven't, go watch it. It's on YouTube. Uh, it's fun. You could also just listen to it in the feed. Just go one episode back. It's good. It's worth watching. It's literally worth watching because you see quite possibly the, the most wild trailer I've ever seen <laughs> from a weird right-wing film organization. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I mean, wow, they're having fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like the mics isn't actually going to pick it up and we're going to sound crazy. I think like, the mics definitely pick it see, up. See, sometimes I think we hear things in the mic that don't actually come through in the recording. You think we hear things in, in the, in the head, in the earphones mm-hmm. that, that like no one else hears yeah, and so. we just sound insane. Everybody message terrain. If you can actually hear everybody, the children screaming like we can. Everybody who's listening, if you can just text uh, me <laughs> uh, one, if you hear the children, <laughs> And two, if you don't hear the children. You know, the last time this happened, we got some texts and we're and just, we just—we had no forgot. idea what it meant. We got like a text that said like two, and we're like, "The fuck does this the mean? The fuck does this mean? <laughs> Who just texted me two? What kind of lunatic texted me two? Um, we okay. Um, so we were late. We're bad. We're bad fans of this show mm-hmm. because we were late. Um, in watching. Love is blind after the altar. Yeah. We should have been we should have been dropping this. Did it drop shit. yesterday? It couldn't have dropped yesterday. I feel like it just dropped. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I thought it dropped well before I thought it dropped like maybe a couple of weeks ago. No, it did not. It was not weeks. Because I thought it dropped like when we got like the news that like some of these people No. Nope, that's when the tri- the the uh the trailer came out. The trailer came out? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It just it just dropped. I do love that the third season like, will take Like, yeah, yesterday. Yesterday or today. Okay. Honestly. I did not know that. So mm-hmm. knowing that. Um, but we were still late because we watched something else first. And we watched, had we realized. Let's talk we about that real quick. Let's talk about it real quick. We, we, we are very willing to... Um, give a shot to a trash reality television show because as Katrina said to me off mic, we're desperately searching for um, a equivalent to an equivalent to temptation Island. Right. We're desperately searching for that. Cause that's quality trash. That's just, that's just quality trash. No question. So we watch dated and related. Is that what it's called? Yes. Um, it is a Netflix reality show where um, s- p- sibling pairs, or I guess cousins from New Jersey, who are basically brothers, who are basically brothers, show up and like are trying to find love with da- other siblings. Are quote oh. trying to find love unquote with other siblings? Yeah. So they like, so it's just a bunch of people who are related cross dating. Yeah. Um, and it's, so we're like, oh, this sounds trashy enough. Yeah. Let's try this. It sounds terrible. It should be hilarious. It wasn't. It just didn't no. have that. It was like, just X like, factor. It's, it's just entirely unbelievable. 
Like you, you incredibly you, annoying. Very annoying. The all I I don't think I liked no. a single person. No, no. And there and you t- got no, it. There you was got one, it. No, there's one person that we liked. There was yeah, there was like one. One guy that we liked. And he was a little he, <laughs> he had that Optimus Prime joke. Yeah, if you're that he, he rolled out twice. He rolled out well, he rolled out it, uh, as a as a uh, rehearsal to his to his sister <laughs> and then rolled it out in real life to another human being right. who kissed him instead of going, what the fuck is the matter with mm-hmm. you? Um, which I believe the joke was, um, are you, if you were a transformer, you'd be Optimus prime. Fine. Optimus fine is what he said. Yeah. And he's, I'm pretty that's, sure he said prime the first time and then fine the second time. That's still not good. No, neither, neither version is good. No, not a good joke. And I'm, and I know I make, various bad jokes yeah. all the time so i I, sure. I know okay i don't like how confident you are about that but i mean anyone who listens knows that really hurts this is really hurtful um thank you uh but yeah yeah like, you're welcome okay <laughs> great um, <laughs> i guess let's just do the show so we can end this so i can <laughs> stop talking to you um but yeah, no, it, 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 it just, it feels like it should be better, but it's not. Yeah, it was Like, I'm watching, like, like, two twins. I'm watching multiple pairs of twins. One, pairs, one pair of twins that's, like, a normal reality show, like, like reality dating show, like, creep, like, pair of twins. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, the pair of twins who are, like... One of them is weirdly like committal and is like, you talked to me one time and now you're talking to another girl and I'm going to cry. How dare you? Oh. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, dog, that's that's because we're on a reality dating show. Right. Like if this were like a different thing, it'd probably be not great. But it's it's a reality dating show. So it's completely fine what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, I just wanted it to, like it was. It wasn't so bad. It was good. It was just bad. Yeah, it was so bad that I'm like, it was so bad that I'm like, I might not give it another chance. I know. I will. I'll give it one more episode, but like, uh-huh. I didn't want to. I don't think I want to. No. I think I just have to because I started it and it's one of those things where it's like, I started it. Maybe I should just do it. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe we should watch it at like one and a half speed. So it just kind of goes by faster. That's not a bad idea. Um, But what we did watch today the first that, two episodes. First two episodes. Two out of three episodes, we watched Love is Blind after the altar. And now that's quality trash. Now, this is quality trash. This is some messy bitch shit that, yeah. like, is perfect. Love um, is Blind is such a good show. It's such a great show. It's oh. such a great reality television show. I could watch it every single day for the rest of my life. It's yum yum delicious trash that you should ingest. <laughs> <laughs> like it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it sh- it's like a year. Is it a year? It's a year. It's yeah. a year after like people either got married or left the other person at the altar or what have you. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're all getting together to celebrate Natalie's birthday, I guess. <laughs> Which truly seems like an afterthought. Yeah. Like, I don't like, think they've, act, like, they've mentioned it in yeah. the, like, confessionals that that's what they're doing. But I don't think a single time during the show, like, during the actual stuff, have they mentioned it. That it's her birthday. Yeah, they're truly like, let's or get Or said, to- hey, happy birthday, Natalie. Like, no. I truly think it was like, hey, we have to contractually get together a year from now. <laughs> like, we have to contractually yes, get together exactly and it. party. Um, that's exactly it. And I guess it's around Natalie's birthday. Let's fucking celebrate that, I guess. 
but let's also invite her worst enemies to come. Yeah. <laughs> so they can celebrate too. Yeah. <laughs> like that's truly how the show is framed. And it's so fucking, it's so, it's, it's so just good. that salacious nonsense. Yeah. And I'm, I'm fucking here for it. And we saw two episodes and we, we have to figure out when we're going to watch the third. Mm-hmm. I insist that it will be directly after recording this. And Katrina insists it will be tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. <laughs> tomorrow yeah. morning. And I, begr- I I, will begrudgingly watch it tomorrow morning, but I'll I'll be upset. Okay. Because <laughs> I need to know. Mm. I, a motherfucker needs to know. <laughs> like, Natalie, Natalie just saw Shayna arrive to the party. Shayna's the person who was, like, getting involved with with Natalie's betrothed way back when. And now Shayna's showing up with her fiance who she just got engaged to yesterday. Like it's just all of the nonsense that they can cram into 45 minutes. Exactly. And I'm like, and it's perfect. let's go. And yeah. I know we're going to be done with the third one. I'll be like, no, I need to know a lot more. Yeah, like right? we know that we know some of these people got divorced. Right. And like, one of the pairs, it's clear why they got divorced. Mm-hmm. And the other pair look like they're fine. Yeah. They look like they're acting, but they look like they're fine. <laughs> so I need to know, like, what's up with What that? is up? Yeah. But, yeah. We'll deal with that another time. So <laughs> fucking buckle up for the next episode where we will just straight up talk exclusively about After the Altar. Dive in. Dive in. We'll, we're going to dive headfirst into <laughs> After the Author. <laughs> you want to get started? Let's get started, yeah. Do you want to do it? No. But I didn't want to do it. But I don't want to do it. All right. So. <laughs> I was going to do it, I'll but do then it. you started. I'll do it. I'll do it. I was going to. Senator Lindsey Graham. Mm-hmm. Great guy. Super cool uh, guy. <laughs> You may know him from being uh, a giant fucking crybaby during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings or saying things like, um, I w- you can hold me to this. I'm not going to vote to confirm any Supreme Court justice in the last year of a, pres- of, of a president's term, only to backtrack and vote for Amy Coney Barrett faster than anybody else in the fucking planet. So mm-hmm. you may know him from being a giant hypocritical bitch. <laughs> So he introduced a bill into the Senate, mm-hmm. uh, a federal abortion ban after 15 weeks. Yes. Um, he introduced this bill and said that it was to unify the Republican <laughs> Party ahead of the midterms. Uh, <laughs> I So I have a theory as to why this happened. Yeah, uh, well... What is it? My theory is um, Lindsey Graham does not like having a bunch of Republicans in the Senate. (laughs) And he's like, how can I get some of these people out of here? So he's like throwing this non, he's throwing this nonsense out there, hoping that they take the bait and just shoot their campaign directly in the, in the heart. Honestly, it's the only logical reason. There's no real, like, this let's let's just start with the like not the political implications yeah. but you know the republicans like to say 
that they want abortion to be a state's rights yes. issue. Yes. Yes. Right. That's the whole fucking argument. They loved You know, they love their state rights and blah, blah, blah. And they, they didn't, they wanted to leave this issue up to the states. They just wanted the, the ban overturned so states can make their own decision mm-hmm. all the while, you know, uh, liberals, Democrats, pro-choice people were saying, Hey, uh, no, they want to ban this <laughs> nationwide. Yeah, they want to nation- nationally ban this. If, if Roe v. Wade is overturned and the Republicans have power, if they have the presidency, the Senate, and the House, abortion will be banned yep. na- nationwide. Yep. So, so this is just the first of what many will come. Yeah. Like... Yeah. And this is coming from Lindsey Graham, who I would say is not one of the most conservative senators. I think you're wrong. You think he's one of the most conservative senators? I think that he, yeah. Okay. I think that he, I think, I think that Lindsey Graham. I think Lindsey Graham's to, more of a political creature than yeah. a creature that actually cares about. Oh yeah, I don't you know, think, like has. Oh, like, like let's be clear, I don't think that he has like a moral compass. But he's been <laughs> like he's been like pushing anti-abortion nonsense for. An incredibly long time. This mm-hmm. isn't like new for new territory for Lindsey Graham. Like it's just seemingly incredibly bad timing for Lindsey right. Graham. Like we're in a post Dobbs America where after Dobbs, uh, Democrats have been doing a lot better in polling and in actual election results. Um, largely due to the fact that people are like not for a national abortion ban. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't. I when it comes to Lindsey Graham being like super conservative, I mean, he was willing to lop off an arm and a leg for Donald Trump, <laughs> which is essentially what modern conservatism is. It's the 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 willingness to pledge fealty to a absolute fucking con man. Mm-hmm. So, in that regard, yeah, like he. But he he talked a bunch of shit about him first. He oh when he ran <laughs> when he was running uh and getting in those undercard debates where he would just do his type five yeah. that he was gonna do his with dad the fucking was a bartender that he, was blah, gonna, blah, blah. <laughs> he was doing his like type five fucking comedy routine that he was gonna do with the Laugh Factory later uh and then Donald Trump won and he's like oh my god I fucking forgot how much I love Donald Trump and you know who I hate my best friend John McCain who's dead and you know who I hate. <laughs> Joe Biden, who I also has said on numerous occasions, including like a a weird like long video where he, where Lindsey Graham says, "If you don't like Joe Biden, something's wrong with you." <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's so Lindsey Graham was so willing to sell all of his soul mm-hmm. uh, to ha- for what I don't know why mm-hmm. I don't know why. So I so truly I think that he's just a pol- like you you are right that he is a political creature who tries to capitalize on any, like, uh, political advantage he thinks he sees. I just don't know what he thinks he sees here. Yeah. And a lot of Republicans don't, too. Yeah. He got questioned by Jesse Waters. So, yeah, yeah. Let's, ahead, let's, ahead, let's, let's talk about the political timing of this. I have, I, yeah, yeah. So, and the implications. Um, it's bad. Yeah. Uh, Republicans have been getting absolutely shellacked uh, in any election related to abortion rights after the Dobbs decision. When abortion is the thing that is the most prominent on voters' minds, Republicans keep losing. Yes. Just ask people in Kansas. Again, exactly. red, not 
not a uh, no one would call Kansas a progressive uh, beacon uh, in the country. <laughs> uh, but that fucking that constitutional amendment that they tried to fucking de- like mess with abortion during a got, primary during a primary where independents can't vote it for a specific candidate. Mm-hmm. They lost by 18 points. Yeah, they got shellacked. They got absolutely shellacked. And it's just like it is it is such a clearly bad like it makes and no re- sense. Republicans across the country in tight elections are backtracking on their pro-life views. Blake Masters, mm-hmm. the candidate for Senate in Arizona, scrubbed his fucking website of references to him being stoked about Roe v. Wade being overturned Mm -hmm. because, and and he's, he is a weird MAGA bro. Like he's, he is one of the like really odd off candidates that they have. And he, he knows, oh, this actually is very bad for me to be on this side. So he tried to, he tried to scrub his website so that people don't know how stoked he was when Roe v. Wade was overturned. A bunch of these motherfuckers are doing it. Exactly. So why did Lindsey Graham do this? Because he doesn't want Republicans in the Senate. (laughs) Even Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell (laughs) came out and said, nobody wants this. We want abortion to be a state's yeah. issue. Dark Tortoise himself <laughs> said that this was bad. Whose whose entire political career has been devoted to getting justices on the Supreme Court who will overturn yep. Roe v. Wade. Literally, like, that's his whole thing. Like that was his whole. That was thing. his whole fucking deal. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> Confederate Mitch was like one billion percent. Like I I just need to. I, I'll deal, I'll placate Donald Trump <laughs> so that I can, and by the way, he's willing to do it again mm-hmm. <laughs> to get more justices. So let's buckle up and yeah. be prepared for that. But even he was like, no, 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 this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just, I don't, I like, I, I know you have your, your joke thing, but like my, why? My theory is he thinks it'll galvanize the base. Of Republicans. He, when Jesse Waters like pushed back, like, Mm -hmm. and was like, why the fuck would you do this right now? I think he said, there's no, there's never a bad time to fight for the unborn. I think he, (laughs) I think he knows that that's like a rallying cry for, um, but that's not enough. Voters on the right. That's not enough. I agree it's not enough, but I I think he's, firstly, he's not running. Right. So (laughs) this doesn't matter to him. Yeah. He just won in 22. He doesn't have to face the voters again until 28. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give a fuck. He just doesn't care. So, like, I, I think that I, I truly think that this is like a a signaling thing for to be like I. By the way, guys, remember how conservative I am. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe they they win back the Senate and he wants like a position in leadership, like because I know that a lot of Republicans are mad at Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he can mm, maybe. maybe someone gets speaker. It's uh, not speaker. Maybe someone gets majority leader. If, if Republicans take the Senate, maybe someone gets majority leader and he gets minority leader or, or sorry, he gets um, um, majority whip mm-hmm. um, or, or something like, like along those lines where he just kind of wants a, sp- a position in leadership. Mm-hmm. I think that may be, a, may be a signaling thing to that, but like truly you have to be, you have to be tactical to do that. And I don't think that I think that this isn't a move that a lot of the Republican senators really welcome. So no. I don't think you're necessarily going to get them to back you. I mean, it's I really, really wish this bill would actually get brought up mm-hmm. because 
I, but it, these it motherfuckers won't. on record. It won't. It won't. It won't get brought up. It but if it did, well, there's like it's a it's a it's absolutely a lose lose situation for Republican senators yeah. because you're either on record as wanting to federally do this, which mm-hmm. is very unpopular with women yeah. and pro choice voters and just you know anyone who's not fucking crazy, um, or you vote against it. And your base, your base absolutely you fucking destroys you. Yep. So yep. it's it's lose it's absolutely lose lose. And yeah. I wish they would bring it up because fucking <laughs> it would it would galvanize us even more. The um, thing is, Schumer won't bring this up. No, absolutely just not. for the sheer absolutely fact not. that there is the the there. <laughs> I know it's not gonna pass. No. But what if it passed? Honestly, the Republicans <laughs> might filibuster it if he brought yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. to avoid the the actual vote. Well, yeah. Well, th- I mean, like, yeah. There there won't be enough. Uh, like, m- most of the fifty Democrats in the Senate are gonna vote no. Absolutely. Um, I I think if there's anyone who does it, it's probably Joe Manchin. But I don't mm. think he would. I don't think he would. Um, because I think he's also a part of the conservative theory of. Well, there's a, the, the conservative talking point of let's leave it up to the states. Well, it wasn't, I mean, he was a part of the stupid fucking Collins, uh, the, the bipartisan compromise on abortion that was absolutely toothless. And, <laughs> you know, they, they, they wanted to codify Roe v. Wade, but put a bunch of fucking yeah. bullshit in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was a part of that. So yeah, maybe he would. Yeah. I, I just, I'm saying like, if any of the Democrats are going to do it, it's going to be him. right for sure. Um, But I just, I don't think, Dem- you know, you're not going to, it's going to be like 50, 50 Democrats probably voting against it. Mm-hmm. And then the question is how many Republicans vote against it. So it's never going to exactly. pass. It's never going to like, Oh no, like, never, literally never. never. But, but I would just love to have everyone's votes. Oh yeah, I'd like to have that vote too, but I also understand the like yeah. the thing that where where oh, Schumer I, I, can't bring this. Up. I really don't want it brought up, but I just think it would be kind of great yeah. if it was. Yeah, because truly, because sure. truly, it puts it puts that like yeah. any vote that puts Republicans on the defense, mm-hmm. I think is a good vote to have right now. Yes, like even if yes, yes, we have the filibuster and a lot of things aren't getting passed because of the filibuster and we can only pass things of reconciliation where we only need 50 plus one, like completely understandable. Um, make them take as many hard votes as you can as, as, as often as you can. Well, speaking of that, are we skipping? Do you, do you have more to say about any other aspects of this? No, no, I just, I do think that it's very funny that like, a bunch of like re- like Republican senators, like uh, Shelley Moore Capito, was like, oh, "No, I don't want to do this. I don't no. think we should do this." But Republicans are very mad, at Lindsey Graham. For but this. but the the governor of her state, um, Jim Justice, Republican governor Jim Justice, former Democrat turned Republican Jim Justice, I the I believe is either signing or um, pushing a like abortion ban mm-hmm. um, for West Virginia. So it's like they're getting what they, like they're like. They're essentially like screaming at Lindsey Graham, hey, man, don't do this. We're getting what we want anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't, like, don't do this nationally right now. At least wait until after a fucking election to do it. Like, I I, I do think that that's, like, that's super interesting. Just, like, the way that that he's, he's so obtuse and, like, just doesn't understand that nationally this is a bad idea. Right. Politically. (laughs) But, like, is so, like... (laughs) He seemingly just like ignoring the fact that a bunch of states are gonna just do this anyway, and like putting it nationally really endangers the Republicans' chance of taking the House, which they have a good shot at right now. Mm-hmm. And 
they don't have a great shot at taking the Senate, and this does not help. It makes it a billion times worse, but I'm ready to move on. All right. Uh, so speaking of, you know, getting Republicans on record with hard votes, um, we talked before about a series of bills that were introduced after the Dobbs decision um, to codify rights into law yes, because, uh, that are in danger because of the Dobbs decision. Because of the Dobbs decision where Clarence Thomas said, hey, let's kill a lot of these things, yes. except for loving. We can't kill loving. Mm-hmm. I have to stay married to Ginny. Right. I have to. Exactly. I love Ginny. I love her. <laughs> couple goals. Interracial couple goals. <laughs> Jesus. So anyway. What? One of the bills yeah. is to codify same-sex marriage into law. By the way, Ginny, super cool with the coup. Super cool <laughs> with the insurrection. <laughs> if there's one thing Ginny loves. Had a lot to do with had, it. Had a decent amount to fucking do with it. Enough that the January 6th committee is like, hey, Ginny, can we fucking talk to you for right. a second? <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. So, so like, yeah, one of the bills is to codify same-sex marriage into uh, law. Um, and the Democrats have decided to hold off on introducing this bill into the Senate until after the midterms. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Okay. So, um, my initial reaction, uh, is, oh, cool. The Democrats are being cowards again. Right. But now that I've had time to sit and reflect and think about this rationally, I think Oh, cool. The Democrats are being cowards again. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Let's make them take this vote. Mm-hmm. There are procedural ways that you can make them take this vote and bring it back up, like, after the midterms. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Put them on record. Ron Johnson is running in Wisconsin, which I fucking love to say so much. It feels so good coming out of my mouth. Ron <laughs> Johnson's running for running in Wisconsin. Um <laughs> Make him make him go on record on this. Mm-hmm. He's already he's being flip floppy about it. He's being incredibly flip floppy about it. He's very vulnerable. Put him on record. Put the put the these people on record for things that like are super popular. Like this is a this is an issue that is set in. It's done. We're done. There's no argument anymore. Marriage equality is a thing in America, and the public of America by a large majority, believe it should be a thing in America. Put them on skates and make them explain why they disagree with like over 70% of the fucking country. Mm-hmm. Make them, make them, make them explain themselves and make sure that we all know that this is a fucking threat, that these, that it's that close that it doesn't pass because it's that close and it's a fucking threat. A lot of people don't think this is a threat. I right. think that's I think that's what the real problem right. is. A lot of people don't think that marriage equality is under assault and is threatened. Which we, is crazy which because is cra- it's only been a thing for like <laughs> 8 years. Like legit. Like- legit. It's so crazy that that we're not so aware. Now, we have to do it in a better way than uh Terry McAuliffe in Virginia did it. Because he was really bad at explaining how this is a huge threat. Mm-hmm. But he was trying. <laughs> but but what a what better way to show that this is a this is still an issue uh, and an issue that the Democrats are on the side of like an over like overt majority of the country than bringing this up and making these motherfuckers vote on it. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense not to. It really doesn't. Uh, that that to me that's that's where my problem is. I think that the Democrats are like shying away from a fight that they they're afraid of. I know the Democrats have been like kicked on culture wars before, mm-hmm. and like the public seems to like have a backlash when it comes to culture war. This is a this is one that we're on the right side. We're we're. We're on the right side of like almost all of them. <laughs> yeah, we're always on the right side of the culture war. It's just that the it's public the doesn't want to hear about the them. public. The public tends to like get iffy. They're not iffy about this. Right. This is fucking clear. Have this fight. Have this fight in the open right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I, I I totally understand that argument, um, and I think part of me is just like. It seems like republic are not Republicans. It seems like Democrats are trying to do what they think will make it most likely that this passes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it does seem like the only reason to do it this way is to ignore the political implications and actually try to get this passed. And Republicans are very fucking um, retaliatory in their votes as seen by voting against <laughs> the veterans vets, for bur- vets who were uh, dealing with burn pit uh, fucking exactly. medical condition. Exactly. So I'm, you know, it, I, it's on one hand, it's incredibly, incredibly naive and stupid to think that they will do the right thing yeah. after the midterms. 100% get that. And, and I just, I just so badly don't want you know, us to go back on this issue as well. And I just so badly want this to be codified and be safe. You know, like we we don't need any more trauma added to the LGBTQ plus community. You know, Mm -hmm. like this is, this would be absolutely devastating. Yeah. uh, If, if gay marriage gets overturned and there's already like, um, cases up with the Supreme Court regarding LGBTQ plus issues that are, you know, already looking really questionable. And it's just, I, it feels like the only reason Democrats are doing this is because they think this is the best chance to get the law passed. Like what's the other reason? What, why else would you wait? Cause they're cowards. <laughs> Cause they're cowards who don't want to fight this. Cause they're cowards who are like, Oh, well this is a culture war thing. And whenever the culture war things pop up, uh, we get hit with, you know, anti-CRT stuff and we lose. <laughs> That's why we have Governor, Gle- uh, Governor, Governor Glenn Youngkin, like, nice. because, <laughs> Governor, he's the Governor. I just, I, I feel like in the wake of Dobbs, though, that's not like, yeah. y- you would think they would realize that's not the case. Uh, you would think. But, you know, but, whatever. But like you said, I think the most important point that you said was, why the fuck would we believe that they're going to be, yeah. why the fuck would we believe that Republicans are going to be chill and behave uh, after the midterms, when yeah. have they when they haven't shown any sort of deference, any sort of humility, any sort of like willingness to do things that the country want to? Mm-hmm. They're the the uh, fucking bipartisan. Like, like when when things get passed, they vote against it, and then they go out and campaign, being like, "Hey, look at the cool shit that came." Right. Like. <laughs> Like they're 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 the deadbeat dad who like puts his fucking name <laughs> puts his fucking name on the card of the uh, Xbox uh, Series S that you gave to the that the actual parent gave to the kid uh-huh. Xbox. But like truly, <laughs> <laughs> but like 
truly, there's just literally no reason that we should trust Republicans to do the right thing. They Mm -hmm. have not been willing to do that. Impeachment. When the president, when the former president sent a mob of people to their workplace to kill them. (laughs) Literally sent them to their workplace to tear them apart. And Josh Hawley knows he would have been torn apart. That's why he (laughs) ran so fucking fast. We, Josh Hawley still didn't vote to impeach the president, Mm -hmm. voted to um, not certify election results. Like, that's the truth of the matter of who we're dealing with. So my question is, why is it more important to trust them now to, for, so maybe that they're cool when this happens, or why not put Marco Rubio on record because he's running a tough race against Val Demings? Mm Mm-hmm. Why not put Ron Johnson on record because he's running a, a tough race against Mandela Barnes? Like, fucking put these people on on record yeah. as to where they stand on this and fucking pummel them. Yeah. And if they if they vote for it and and a majority of Republicans vote against it, which is which is likely to happen, you fucking pummel them anyway. Mm-hmm. You go look at what this party is doing. Look at what this party wants to strip. This party wants to strip rights away from citizens because they don't. They don't like the the way that the citizens behave. Yeah, fucking get them. Yeah. I, I don't see what I like. That's my thing. I I can understand. I, I think I I I think I agree with you. Yeah. I I just wonder. Good. You know. Let's end this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I I think for the most part I agree with you. I just mm. you know I just yeah I really don't want to lose another right. You know. I agree. <laughs> I think that I I I I truly think that this is important. I think, but the, but the thing is, we lose this right if we lose these seats. For sure. Like we lose this right if we lose these seats. And I'm not saying like I don't want to use this as like a political football. I think that that's terrible. But I do think that it's. I do think that it's in it like, why not just do the right thing? Mm-hmm. This is the right thing to do to yeah. enshrine these rights so that the Supreme Court cannot take them away is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Putting Republicans on the on their back foot and putting vulnerable Dems like Maggie Hassan from New Hampshire on the right foot is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Catherine Cortez Masto in Nevada in Nevada, um, Nevada, Nevada. Nevada. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody from Nevada. <laughs> Putting her in a position to be like, this is what the Republicans are trying to take away, and this is what I'm trying to protect, in a, in a vulnerable in a vulnerable position in Nevada, mm-hmm. that, it's just, it makes, it, it makes sense in both ways. It's the right thing to do, and politically, it's the most expedient. And you rarely get both. Right. You rarely get both. Right. For sure. I, yeah. You got it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I got the win on that. You got it. I got the win. Um, do you want to, um, I don't really know. Uh, I guess, do you want to end on, on your, have you got, have you heard about this? Or is there yeah. more on, is there more on this? No, I think, I, I think, think we, we got, it. I think we covered I think everything. We covered it. If, if, um, if we win the Senate and also pass this, then uh, we were wrong, but, <laughs> and I hope we are. I, I hope, oh yes. I, I would love to be wrong about this, but my thing is like, for me, for for me to be wrong, I would have had to be wrong about Republicans, which thus far, not really. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like like not really. All right, this is an exciting article. Okay, so we are doing our segment called "Have You Heard About This?" This is a segment where um one of us reads an article to the other person that the other person has not heard. Um, I really hope you haven't seen this. It it 
it, it was kind of big, but <laughs> I think you would have mentioned it. So, so <laughs> Katrina has Katrina has been doing the legwork on this uh, on this um, uh, segment, and I, I do apologize. I will get the next one because I think Katrina did the last one too. I know oh, you definitely did the last one too because you did it when Shannon was here. Um, and if Shannon, if you're listening, hey, what's up, fam? <laughs> but uh, but. <laughs> But yes, you did. Um, you did this. Uh, you did the last one. So I will do the next one. Got I it. promise. But Katrina is about to read me an article that I've never heard. I'm just going to be reacting to the article as it comes to All me. Right. So please fire away. All right. This is an article from Deadspin. Oh shit. I, uh, I there were a lot of options for this story. I, I picked this one um, for reasons I'll explain. Katrina's about to do a. Can I just ask? Is it about how? Giselle and Tom are no. not. Okay. <laughs> I know that Giselle and Tom are having troubles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you ready? Yes. He- headline. Chess and vibrating anal beads. I Okay. Okay. I feel like, is this about the, there's like a chess cheating yeah. scandal? Yeah. I know of that. I don't know what you just said. <laughs> So I want right. that to be clear. I knew that there was like a potential chess cheating scandal and that was the extent. Okay. The fact that vibrating anal beads are a part of this mm-hmm. is a huge element now. <laughs> a huge added element. Right. So so let's go, baby. All right. Uh the uh, sub the sub headline, I'll yeah. just read that too. What better place to stick a vibrating <gasps> tool than in your you know what during a big match? Oh my god. Oh my God. Can I just say, before you read this, if true, this is brilliant. (laughs) This is fucking brilliant. Uh You're just like, I think I'm going to move my pawn to H. Mm, I think I'm actually going (laughs) to. Perfect. Brilliant. Oh, bravissimo. Go ahead. It's, it's been a little over a week since 19-year-old chess prodigy Hans Neiman shocked the world at the blank cup in st louis blank cup uh, Singuefeld. okay okay, okay. No, you got it, got it uh taking down top rated player in the world magnus carlson here's a short recap of the fallout carlson withdrew from the remainder of the tournament something he rarely does without genuine reason carlson tweeted a 2020 clip of former tottenham manager implying that neiman was cheating during their match Other chess grandmasters came to Carlson's defense, analyzing the match and coming to the conclusion that foul play was likely involved. What? Tournament officials checked Neiman for devices on his person at the tournament the following day, and nothing was found. Can I ask? Did they check his ass? Oh, no, babe. That was the summary. All right, ready? By the way, by that time, you can just remove those from your ass, and you're good. (laughs) Unless you have another match. You're good. It was the next day. Who knows? The question... (laughs) The question of how was on everybody's mind. How do you cheat in live chess? Wouldn't it be obvious? Several hypotheses were scattered around the internet. Most involved an electronic system underneath Neiman's clothes that relayed messages from a chess engine via vibrations and buttons, feeding Neiman the best move to counter each of Carlson's moves. Stop. So, But where would he have put such a device? Stop. Stop. Absolutely stop. Stop. So... This is all the th- th- just theorized. He must have been cheating. Where could the device have gone? The only place we can think of is his ass. And then, and then the, and then, <laughs> how do you relay such sophisticated <laughs> information into an anal bead? Like, like, 
truly, and I, I apologize for anyone who's like not used to hearing the words <laughs> anal beads this many times, but truly, how do you buzz, buzz, buzz enough for you to know I need to move my rook to H7? Like, how do you know that? I don't think I don't think you can know that. Yeah. Please well. continue. But, but where but, would he have can... put such a device? <laughs> his shoes, his pants. How about in his balloon knot? What? Deadspin <laughs> used balloon knot. They sure did. That right. sounds like a very gawker thing. To this do. is a very like not serious article. No, it's a fucking great article. <laughs> The joke started as a Reddit thread, which has since been removed by the moderators of the chess subreddit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. The chess subreddit's like, knock this shit off right now. (laughs) This reminds me of like when they were like, how are we going to beat Thanos? And there was the theory of Ant-Man going into Thanos' ass. Yeah. It is this. This is this is the chess equivalent of this. And how do I beat Magnus? I just fucking put anal beats on my ass and let my coach biz buzz buzz them until I get to know where I need to put the queen. Um, Rest in peace. What? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't feel good about it. What the user postulated was that Carlson had been using vibrating anal beads as a means to get the best moves fed to him for years. (laughs) Oh, he's been doing it for years. And just to be clear, it was that Carlson was the one doing this. Um, The 19-year-old, right? No. No, Magnus? Magnus Magnus, wait. This was what the Reddit thread was about. Okay, good. So this is bullshit, but okay. And, um... uh, and that was how Carlson soared to the top, and that's how Carlson knew Neiman was cheating because Carlson had been using the same oh tactics for God. years. Obviously, so Magnus has been using anal beads for so long that he can tell <laughs> when others are using them. Right. Uh, this was clearly a joke. Was <laughs> a, it a good old hearty haha from the chess community? <laughs> I love whoever this writer is. I know. Please, I, I need to know, like, please, off mic, tell me who this is, because we're going to go ahead and, I'm going to go ahead and, like, tag them in the episode when I fucking put it up. But after several streamers started playing along with the joke, keeping the bit alive, the just community started to run with it. And the theory that Neiman may have used vibrating anal beads as a cheating mechanism has started to pick up steam. This is amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, they they tweeted a, a video or included a tweet to a video. Uh, the the video is clearly joking, but the theory is being proposed ironically or unironically varies from person to person. After all, the video of Neiman being checked by tournament representatives at the cup following his cheating allegations clearly shows that tournament officials never bothered to <laughs> check. His derriere. Well, how do you know that there wasn't any, there were vibrating anal beads up there? You didn't check, judges. What better place to hide a device for cheating in a place that no one would be willing to look? It's genius. That's how I passed college, actually. <laughs> I put some vibrating anal beads up there. I had a friend have a test. I would be like, be like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I ha- I get an extra test. I take one out. I hand it to a friend. 
I come back in the room and then I'm like, okay, question one. And then they just kind of buzz me <laughs> one to four times, whether or not it's A, B, C, or D. That's a good friend. That's a great friend. Uh, it's genius. We should have expected That's nothing genius. nothing less from a chess grandmaster. This is genius. Why didn't I think of the anal beads thing? Because <laughs> I'm not a fucking chess genius. Despite the initial point of the Reddit post, several media outlets have taken off with a theory, treating it as a genuine possibility. Frankly, it's ridiculous. I know cheaters will do whatever it takes, but is this really how bad some people want to win? Yes. Are some people really willing to put beads up their anal cavity in order to capture their opponent's queen quicker and utter the word checkmate I, four moves sooner than they previously would have been able to? I, I mean, <laughs> Neiman is 19, prime experimenting age, but still, highly doubtful. I like the idea <laughs> that this person is like, I, what, the thing I can't fathom, anyone liking anal play. No, That's that, the thing I can't fathom. I, they're joking. Okay. <laughs> uh, whether or not Neiman was actually cheating has yet to be determined definitively. No, it has. However, it's hard to pass up all the accusations being thrown at Neiman by other grandmasters. Neiman has held fast that nothing fishy happened during his match with Carlson and has even called out some grandmasters for insinuating that he could have been cheating. The court of public opinion seems to be against Neiman, though. And until there's definitive proof that Neiman was, in fact, not cheating, there will be thousands of chess enthusiasts wondering whether or not he plays chess against some of the best players in the world with vibrating beads up his asshole. (laughs) I can't think of many worse situations to be in. Either way, this theory is asinine. Jesus, yes. Good night, folks. Fuck yes. This is a great article. Firstly, it's a great article. Secondly, I think that if um, the company Adam and Eve were smart, (laughs) they would would immediately reach out to this kid and be like, we we want to sponsor you. We want you to do a a whole anal bead ad campaign. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a bunch of like, we're going to do a bunch of targeted ads for chess enthusiasts. We're about to make the chess community <laughs> hornier than they've ever fucking been. I just, I, I, th- I think that's the best part of this story is that it's about chess. Yeah. And I feel like nobody thinks of the chess community as, or they're like uptight. They're like really serious and stuff like that. But having chess, like Magnus Carlsen, like mm. one of the best yeah. chess players ever associated with this anal bee theory. Yeah. Is fucking hilarious. Well, let me tell you something. The 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 biggest the biggest sexual organ is the brain. Mm-hmm. So true fact. The biggest erogenous zone, brain. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that chess players <laughs> are horny as hell <laughs> and are out that are are out here in these chess streets with anal beads, yeah. fucking locked and loaded and ready to help them checkmate a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So I did. I, I loved this article because it's silly, um, and a lot of the other ones weren't. <laughs> oh no! Like they were serious, like about this. Mm. But also the, a lot oh, of serious anal bead articles. Right. Pretty much. All... I think that I think that that child is cheating. Yeah. <laughs> with anal beads. <laughs> um, and a lot of the other ones were giving credit to the theory to Elon Musk because he stole no. it from Twitter or stole it from the Reddit one. Oh, so that's oh. why I read this article. So what you're saying is Elon Musk took something and didn't credit the person for what know, they actually shocking. did. That's fucking crazy. I can't believe Elon Musk would do that. He's usually such a really cool guy. Yeah, but there are I have do seen. Do you remember when he called the guy who 
helped get t- get those children out soccer of soccer team out of the cave. He called that guy a pedophile. Yeah, just because he because, was mad that because he, he was mad. rescued the kids before. Because he rescued the kids before Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk is a straight up villain. Exactly. So that's why I picked that article. Oh, such a good article. It was so funny and like. I, knowing nothing about this, completely subscribe to the I'm theory. Gl- I'm really glad. I, I, I'm glad that even though you knew about the cheating scandal, you didn't know about the anal beat part of it. It was a chess cheating scandal. I'm not looking further into this. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't either until I saw the anal beat. I, I, until I start playing some more chess, I'm not looking into chess stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, I'm just not. Like, I'll look. I, I, I'm not. I, I care more about corgi races when it comes to sports than chess. So I had no. But th- but now that I know this, I think I need to get into the chess community <laughs> immediately. And And now I'm wondering, like, what things anal beads can make people better at? Like, we play tennis. Is there a way <laughs> that I could use anal beads to be better at it? I don't think Question so. mark? <laughs> if anybody, please, God, don't let the, this be the first episode my mother listens to. <laughs> please don't let it be. Don't let it be. Um, I think, <laughs> I think that's going to do it for us. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, we really, really appreciate it. Please like and interact with the Facebook page. Um, otherwise, I will continue to do fucking nothing on there. Um, <laughs> please uh, like the podcast on whatever podcasting platform you're uh, listening to it on, and um, give it like a five star review, and then leave like a give it a five give it five stars, and then like leave a review. And listen, I understand. I said we said the words anal beads a lot, <laughs> and I understand that that's not like in everybody's wheelhouse. What are you talking about? So if you want to get back at us. Give us a five-star review and just leave anal beads in the comments. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just leave anal beads in the comments. Um, you can uh, find you can find the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Apple Music. Sorry, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, where you get podcasts. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Terrain Myricks. <laughs> um, please uh, share this with your friends. And so, because honestly, your friends need to know about this fucking this fucking scourge of anal bead cheating that's going on out here. All right. That's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week. Uh, Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. And until then, cheers. Cheers.